else, don't tell anyone, but I'm going to give you the secret to the Alliance boss so that we can win. When you attack the boss and kill him, you get points. And when he dies, you kill him again. And you get more points. Whoa, that's like seeing into the Matrix. Hey guys, this is DP0427 here at the Hall of Justice for the Justice League of Reddit. And with me today, we have Mr. Scotty Mac and Duloth. Hi, guy. Hey, what's going on? We're here today to talk about a bit of an issue going on in the community right now. And it has to do with this ominous entity called the Court of Owls. So, who wants to tell me about the Court of Owls? I think it's a uh, well, Scotty Mac. You see, see here, yeah. See, here's what happened. Okay, so, so obviously we were all just minding our own business, looking out for the best interests of everybody, you know, doing as we do over here at the Justice League of Reddit. And all of a sudden, I get this phone call, right? And I look down, and instead of the regular caller ID, it's the bat symbol. And I'm like, oh god. So I look around, and I pick up the phone, and I say hello, and it's Bruce, and he goes, Scotty. Scotty, we're having a problem with the Court of Owls. They're really trying to take over Gotham and the whole world. And they're using it through exploiting the raid features. They're really going deep. And they're using all of their insider knowledge that they bought with their wealth and influence to try to s- subvert the entire organization. And I was like, Bruce, man, what do you need from us? And he's like, you need to go out there and tell the people that there is light in the darkness and i was like that's really screwed up because you know this is batman you know anyways so i was like no worries bruce we'll get the table together and we'll we'll do everything we can and he was he was pretty happy so that's why we called us all here today right but the point is that we let bruce understand that as uh, you know justice league you always need to have a villain to fight and a role to cover. So if we are justice, we needed some villain. So we secretly recruited Rajagul just to instill them this, you know, illusion of power. He recruited the, you know, the biggest whales he could in Gotham. And they said, you have to create this secret society and you will own the city and then we will expand and we will rule the world. And they all jumped on this idea and Rush come to us and, you know, they, they betted it. They, so that's the real, real point. The Justice League needed the court of alls. They need to have this illusion of power, illusion of freedom and liberty to act on their own and be proud villains. And instead, they are, you know, a bunch of henchmen that basically work for us. Bruce, keep it calm. It's under control. So basically, they exist because we allow them to exist. In a nutshell, the whole issue with exploits and the raid system, uh, it's not like, you know, uh, the all-righteous WB let them to let 
them be the only ones to have that privilege. There are other more righteous entities out there who better suit and represent the needs of the community, especially the most well-known community out there for the uh, DC Legends community. I'm sure you guys all know what, I, what I'm talking about without having to mention <coughs> the Redditverse. <coughs> so, <coughs> so <coughs> in any case, um, just to let you know, there's not only two people out there testing and looking out for your, your needs. There's probably more, like I said, more righteous and well-deserving people out there, content creators, uh, community moderators, and so on and so forth, who have your best interests at heart. So with that, um, you guys can rest assured that things will probably be under control going forward. And I think Bruce can chill a little bit. I'll, I'll yeah, let him know. <laughs> okay, cool. So, on to a more serious topic and back to reality. <laughs> We're actually here today to talk to you guys about uh, raids in terms of uh, what we as an alliance, the Justice League of Reddit, think about raids. And after the 24-hour cycle that we had uh, battling Steppenwolf, um, I guess we'll just, just jump right into it. So, first, Duloth, what do you think about it? So, my point is that the event is cool. We waited like two years for this, but the feeling that I got when I played it, it, it seems like, you know, some kind of a fast foodish event where you just dig in, take your food, you hit it and you just forget whatever you hit it because it's nothing that leaves you with that epic feeling. When you beat maybe, you know, Necron for the first time in chapter five of the land of the undead, it's, you know, it's epic because he threatens you to return. This doesn't have any storyline. It's just Steppenwolf that pops up and says nothing. It just pops up. So he's, Maybe he's the a, first time it would have been cool. So basically you're saying he's go. like a he's a damaged sponge is what he is. Yeah. yeah. You, you just go there. You hit him probably on auto, probably with Atrocitus, Wonder Girl, Superman, and DOJ. <laughs> <clears throat> best team ever and then you just <laughs> yeah. ignore everything you just grind it and that's the other part that i didn't like about the event it's a real grind fest where oh. you want to get to this 100 million uh target and then you don't care about it and you can capitalize on the energy capitalize on helping other people most of the part i got to the rear crystals and then i just shared my eye-level boss to the Alliance. So mm -hmm. that's a good part where I can share my content to other people. Right. But that's it. It's just just not an epic feeling, mm -hmm. and it's something that you don't want to do every day because it's grindy as hell. Okay, yeah. so that, that was the one thing that I felt about it too. Like, it was really, really intense. Like it, it, they, they dropped and, and I know, you know, most of our European brethren were all sleeping or, you know, busy or whatnot. So, you know, it hit like 2 p.m. Eastern or something. And a lot of us East Coasters just went nuts. Right. So, but I mean, we had no idea really how to be effective. All we knew is just play, grind, play, grind, play, grind. And I mean, I played probably for almost 12 hours solid. Mm -hmm. Um, so, so like, and there's a plus and a minus to that, but like, it was super intense. Um, I found that like, it was, it was really neat that it kind of teased you and allowed you to go almost infinite. And, mm -hmm. and by doing that, I think that that was a really good hook because, you know, you never really had to stop playing, but it, uh, oh man. Yeah, it was, it was super intense. I can't imagine what that would actually look like over the course of an extended period. Yeah. It, it almost feels unsustainable. 
I mean, um, based on what you and Duloth have said, like you're basically people are worried about the duration of it. And going forward, I think most likely it's going to be like what we had, like at most an, a day long or maybe at most a weekend long. I don't expect it to be like, you know, a week long thing. Cause if it was a week long, people would just die and burn out. Like people would literally yeah. pass out <laughs> from yeah. that. Right. <laughs> so, um, yeah. I think I, I, the other, the only other piece that I want to contribute is, and it's sort of like a, a piggyback on what Duloff said. Um, you know, you get to the point where you kind of reach that ceiling and the, the epic feeling kind of fades away. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that a lot of that was sort of an artificial ceiling, which was caused based by, uh, the power level of the raid boss that they selected, right? Like, I mean, they capped out at 150. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, with the right team, with the right gear scores, you know, and by the way, like, don't forget, like, we're all gear 11 folks here, right? So so because of that, you know, we have a higher ceiling of of achievability, you know, on our, on our solo side. So, you know, whereas we could one stroke a 90 boss, you know, there are people in gear 10 land that are just like freaking out at the 90 boss, you know, like there's no way I'm going to take this without, you know, three waves. Um, but I, I think that if they can introduce a higher ceiling, like go even higher, I mean, if, if dark side is, I mean, they've been teasing dark side. So if dark side's the end boss and he's level 500, like you spawn a level 500 and it should take your Alliance, like, an hour and a half to whittle him down. Like that is the sort of stuff that I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. And the, the thing I like about the Alliance timers is that, uh, well, most of the, the raid boss timers, I think are the same too. No, actually, no, the raid boss timers are about two hours long ish. And then the Alliance boss timers, I think are about four hours or five hours long. They're slightly longer, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you make the Alliance bosses, at least, like super super hard at the at the highest level you get to a point where it's deserving of that expiration time right so you need that however many hours to kill him because he's that yeah. hard the point is that the the boss that were tuner right now where they did increase the health of the boss or maybe their ability because i could have expected you know level two boss just to keep the you know the debuff then level 10 losing the debuff, uh, or maybe just dropping all the blades and keeping the rest, then level 50, uh, because you could play different strategies up to there, and then level 150, it was immune to everything. The point is that they just increased his ult and damage, and you ended up being with an AoE that one-shot your atrocitus, and then you have to think about, okay, so let's start playing Dona Troy, so if my DOJ doesn't taunt, it doesn't kill Atrocitus if he doesn't rest. So it's just that if you increase just the power of the boss, uh, you end up having to play something that resists the first attack and then you can shelve out the damage. He will be more interesting if there's, you know, something to add. For example, in another game, the, the boss have the same health. So level 150 does little bot more damage but has the same health but gets some kind of a let's think about awareness so you know level 150 gets five stacks of awareness so if you don't plan your characters your team composition in a proper way you can remove the you cannot remove those stacks of awareness and he gets five more so you have to think about it because basically i did auto level 1 and level 150 all the same for me it was just like one more you know time that i had to run the boss 
there is no strategy at the moment. There's no. Right. So basically, you're advocating for something a little bit more challenging that requires more strategy and not just a smash and grab, right? Challenging and strategy, they're not necessarily the same thing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Uh, yeah. I, I agree. No. I, by the way, I'm 100 on board. Right. Um, I think that at the higher, higher levels, you should be rewarding uh, higher geared characters. You should be rewarding uh, wider rosters and deeper rosters. And I think that 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 speaks to it because maybe you know, like you said, awareness is really important and all that stuff. But I, I just think that it doesn't necessarily have to be just harder. It shouldn't be necessary necessarily harder if you can intelligently strategize i guess that's the distinction that i'm looking for okay yeah fair enough so i mean that's our feedback i guess in terms of uh what we think of raids at the moment and what we think mm-hmm. we could we could get from uh, maybe future bosses and things like that too what do you guys mm-hmm. think about um going forward in terms of um let's say potential new bosses that was a question on reddit i think i saw a while ago um who, uh, we know that Darkseid's probably going to come after Steppenwolf, but who else could we have as a boss from the DC universe? Any ideas? I mean, you could do the Anti-Monitor. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, mm-hmm. that could be a really big one. Trigon? You, Trigon would be a sick one, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that the, the issue here is that they are starting with Darkseid, mm-hmm. and, he's you know, the, he's the he's, biggest man. You know, he's the, the biggest top boss, <laughs> I would have started with yeah. maybe just you know the, yeah. uh, maybe have Trigon or maybe have some uh, apocalyptics right or new gods yeah yeah so just make it you know not up to eleven on the start because you know <laughs> you started with step yeah, one they, I think that yeah. go go yeah I was saying they, it's like they started and they showed their hand right off the bat so there's not really much else to go with after that yeah. <laughs> well you know what you've got some guys like you've got you got Mongol like you could probably yeah. do something with Mongol right mm-hmm. you could do something with Trigon you could do something with uh, Warward War- right yeah you know what would be really interesting if they would add a boss that doesn't necessarily have to be very uh, difficult in the sense that his HP pool is high but something very hard to deal with that would require the strategy element that uh, Duloth was advocating for something like Mixus Pitalik imagine a little gnome <laughs> that's that would be like a little gnome that's so hard to kill because you have to figure out the right way to kill him in the time yeah. that they give you yeah. right and the, the time is sorry if I go over this mm-hmm. the time is an issue mm-hmm. I'd rather have the 1 minute and 30 scrap it out and give the player like you know thirty moves mm-hmm. because there are some heroes that you don't want to use. Maybe Superboy, which takes like fifteen seconds of an animation. Right, right. agree. It's, it's worthless. Give me twenty moves, thirty moves. Just do the math, right. and it's better for me because you know I can play a call assist AV team. I can play some with a slower animation. Character like Bane, Swamp Thing. Whichever does an out of turn attack that does not do that much of damage, right. it's an endurance more it, than. It's, yeah. it's, it's actually a very interesting point because even with um, characters that you would think to use normally in the raid, like let's say Wonder Woman Defender of Justice, is probably one that everyone was using during the raid. She has uh, three moves, and you basically never want to use her AoE because it takes so long for the animation to finish and it doesn't do that much <laughs> yeah. damage. Her second yeah. move actually does more damage than her basic, but does uh, has a slightly longer animation. And her and the damage is not that different from her basic. So most of the time, you just want to keep spamming her basic, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, the, the other the other thing I'd really like to see for the raids is right now I felt like the individual raid bosses were a higher level potential than mm-hmm. the alliance ones, and I'd like mm-hmm. to see that 100% inverse. Yeah, I agree. The other thing is right now the payoff between the two different reward uh, ladders. You have the alliance rewards and you have the individual rewards, right? Now, for those of you who are sort of still trying to wrap your mind, your head around the reward systems, and if you guys didn't really pay attention to it because, you know, the raid was only around for 24 hours, that was very intense, there was a reward ladder for individuals that you could monitor where you are on the ladder. And as you progress up that ladder, um, it, as you increase up that ladder to the 35th reward, I think, up all the way to the top. Uh, at that point, um, you'll see lower level bosses stop spawning and only higher level bosses continue to spawn. And as you progress up that ladder, at the same time, at the end of the raid, you'll get rewarded based on your standing as a player in that ladder. And they'll, they'll dish you out a bunch of, um, level five XP and, uh, legendary essence. And then as an alliance, depending on where you fall as an alliance at the end of the raid, they'll uh, give you some gems and some speed force. Now, depending on which one's more important to you, you probably want to push towards one thing or another. My general tip is to try and set your individual goal. Like if I want to get the Superman shards, if I want to get the uh, the rings, or if I want to go all the way to the top and get the rebirth crystals, that's what I want to do. Grind as hard as I can to get to that point. Once I'm there, you've hit that. Right. As an individual, go back and help your alliance to help push up to the highest uh, rank your alliance can get to, because there's no other. Like once you hit your target for the day, and then you know keep continue past that. But I mean, in terms of the actual rewards, how, what do you guys think of that? Do you think they should be fixed, or do you think they're fine as they are? I really, really, really liked that we got a crap ton of XP orbs and mm-hmm. other stuff along the ladder, like along the individual ladder, nice little benefits, great chunks of, of character shards, rings, like all the great stuff, uh, mm-hmm. being able to get a huge chunk of like legendary essence and uh, XP mats for the individuals was amazing. And I think for the Alliance, just getting a bunch of gems as an Alliance, I, I think it's great. Now, depending on how long these raids last for, Obviously, some of those numbers need to be tweaked, but I think in the short sort of like 36, 48 hour dose that we got, it felt pretty healthy. It, it definitely felt like it was worthwhile work. Uh, my my opinion is was that uh, beside the fact that I have to point out that leaderboard, so the ring stuff and whatever, shards, ring, uh, orbs, and legendary essence were awarded, while uh, low level gear and experience were not. Because I kept track of them, mm-hmm. uh, so that that's a little bit of an issue. But I think that I posted the bug report for that, and I said we are listening. We will try not to do that next time. Mm-hmm. And uh, the other thing that I I think is important is that when you were playing the solo leaderboard, you could put your mind to a reward, you know, Superman, and you could get there and gaining something in the process, which were EV energy or uh, essence or whatever, mm-hmm. while grinding the alliance part, you were helping your alliance to get gems. But that's it. The single boss rewards were lackluster. If, for example, they would have given, you know, lower tier, just one shard or Martian Manhunter because, you know, he's the poster boy for alliance, uh, maybe higher <laughs> tier, you know, level 80, they would have given five shards uh, for each death of boss to the uh, Martian Manhunter, he would have been worth 
to grind that and yeah. besides just helping your alliance i feel that even the the alliance point that you get you know the i think at cup level 80 it was like 1400 alliance mm-hmm. point which is basically nothing mm-hmm. yeah they could have you know the, if those would have been 500 5000 10000 it would have been more interesting uh, and you could have split that reward uh, between the attackers because right now there's no incentive right. into just the uh, health pool is so low you end up with two or three guys killing a boss and that's it yeah, even I agree. Your tier. Yeah. I agree with that completely so I'm fine with the solo let's say raid boss rewards uh, even the solo leaderboard and the solo end of event reward and I'm perfectly fine with the alliance gem and speed force reward I'm not okay with the single kill of an alliance boss that's that's fair so I mean also like the I mean otherwise aside from the little bugs that you you mentioned that certain rewards are not being paid out but the rest of it is fine then so if they fix yeah, that perfect because clearly that's that that's not intended and they said that they want to fix that so let's assume for the next go around that they'll make all the rewards being paid out correctly as you're going up the ladder so then it'll be fine so okay well we'll see what they do with that but otherwise it was a pretty good event uh, I guess you could say yeah. and we'll look forward to the rest of it I'm so. waiting for it I, and I would put it on the weekend, you know, starting Sunday, Saturday, and yeah. ending Sunday, because during Sunday you have more ways to trigger the raid boss, yeah. and well, you are, you know, invited into uh, spend gems on the gear event, and instead of, you know, if it runs on a Wednesday, who who bothers to yeah. run the legendary <laughs> events? Uh, it's on Tuesday for yeah. me. So uh, if, uh, if it goes live, it can go live. Here's the thing: if it goes live on a Friday, like it should fire up the same day that they flip over the hero challenge, and it should run through the gear event days because those yeah. are opportunities that people are always playing a lot, and lots of opportunities to trigger raid bosses, right. and then have it end. Either have it end on Monday like PvP, or have it end like at some random time, right? Like in between uh, Monday PvP reset. And Sunday midnight Eastern or something, you know what I mean? Like sometime in there, mm-hmm. uh, whether it be in the morning on Monday or whatever it is. So I think that would be great. I mean, yeah. basically, they they need to give us some warning ahead of time too, because Huge. they don't they can't just drop it on us and like, all right, go. Uh, no, yeah, because of the intensive grind behind <laughs> yeah. it, I think that's absolutely. I mean, right. I'm not gonna lie. The day that it dropped, it was a very un- non productive day for me at work. <laughs> yeah, you think? Yeah. Yeah. So. so I can I just can I just go out and say that I am super proud of our alliance mates. Yep. Yeah. We all stepped up. Our Discord lit up like a Christmas tree. Everyone was trying to figure out, you know, how to do this and what we were supposed to do to be efficient and effective and how things are working because it was kind of dropped on us without a lot of, you know, explanation and fanfare. Um and the little helpful tips and tricks were not. So um <laughs> I just, I'm really, really proud of all the guys that stepped up and, and really just hit the grind because right. it was a really nice experience to be able to figure out that puzzle together. And I think that in the grand scheme of things, for being a, a heavily free to play, mostly seafaring creature free environment, <laughs> um, I think we did a goddamn good job. So yeah. kudos to all of you guys out there in, uh, in the JLR. Love you. Yeah. Yeah. Also, 
one thing that you mentioned about the fact that we're helping each other out in our alliance, the one thing that I remember from that at the, at the very end was with Chrombopulus Michael. He was at work. And he was really trying to get to that rebirth crystal, like that 100 million range, but yep. he didn't have yep. enough time to actually battle through things manually. So I said, well, that's the good thing about sharing with your alliance. And I, the advice I said, to try to start as many battles as you can, exit out of them because you can actually share them once you've exited out of them, right? Mm-hmm. And yep. we're all, you know, awake. We're all there. We're all waiting for the end of the raid. So we're like, you know, and we're done. So like I already hit my 100 million. At that point, it's like so. I'm I can try and help him. So Neutron was there. You and a couple of other uh, of you guys were there. Yeah. So like, start your battles. We'll try and complete them for you. All you have to do is go back and claim the rewards so that you can hit your goal before the raid ends. Unfortunately, yeah. awesome. he hit a bug. So there was a no. there was a bug that a lot of people were were experiencing um, was related to the no spawn bug. And now this is this is still speculative. I'm not really sure what the cause of this is, but many people think it's due to hitting the alliance boss repeatedly without going back to your raid bosses. Because we find that um, after a certain point, if you keep just grinding the alliance boss, for some reason, you stop getting raid boss spawns. And we're not sure why. But that seems to be the common consensus of what the cause is. And I know that hate mail and some others of the owls were saying that so that's what got me thinking about that too and i remember this is something that has come up before so anyways um for you guys in the future if that's something that you guys also experienced think about what you were doing that day and if that was not also the same thing and should that be the case for the next one try to alternate between hitting your alliance boss and then go doing some raid bosses and then going back to the alliance boss because to sort of alleviate the potential of this bug Right. Yeah. So it's people were literally locked out for hours without any raid spots and you know, that kind of sucks. So Yeah, and that's a feel bad moment for sure. Yeah. But if he if that didn't happen to Chrome, I think we would have been able to help him push to his hundred million mark, but whatever. <laughs> it yeah, is what it is. I agree. All right. Well, I guess um with that, I mean I, I don't think there's too much else uh, left to say. So we'll wrap things up there. And uh any any last words, guys? Uh no, just when you are just, you know going out, remember to take your you know, harpoon that we get in detention by the GL. <laughs> so yeah. uh, yeah. Carry it with you. Maybe you may need those. Yeah. yeah. We should uh, we should just make sure that we all earn the Ahab moniker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. So, uh, anyways, <laughs> with that, I guess we'll end it there. Have a good night, guys. Hope this helps. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of WROL Broadcasts, a subsidiary of the Oddsman and We Are Legends. To view additional content and support the show, please go to patreon.com slash WROL Broadcasts. 